Welcome to Full of Herself podcast, the podcast about the female experience for the female experience. I'm your host, Alexa Martinez. This podcast is for women who want more, women who are unwilling to settle for anything less than juicy and aligned success. Together with my amazing guests, we will deep dive into the journey, the story, growth, fuck-ups, and everything in between. My hope for you after spending some time with us here at Full of Herself is to own your story, to stop waiting to live and create a life that you love, and hopefully walk away just a little bit more full of yourself. This is Full of Herself podcast. Let's dive in. Hello, lovely ones. Welcome to another episode of Full of Herself. I feel like I have not made a new episode in ages. It actually hasn't been that long. I think it's been, what, two weeks? Um, But it's felt so long. How is everyone? So happy to be back chatting. Um, If you are new to Full of Herself, welcome. I am your host, Alexa Martinez, success and mindset coach for female change makers. Here on Full of Herself, we are all about getting into it, whether that is relationships, whether that is business, whether that is abundance, whether that is fuck-ups, failures, how tough things can be sometimes. Um, We kind of talk about the full spectrum that is growing and wanting more and wanting the most and all the bits that happen in between. And so I'm so happy that you are here if, it's, if it is your first time joining joining us. And if you've been here before, I'm also very happy that you decided to return and it's just so great to be spending some time with y'all today. Um, I am super excited to chat about today's topic. So for those of you who don't know my full story, Um, currently I'm a success and mindset coach for female entrepreneurs and leaders and change makers, right? That's pretty, I mean, in the coaching world, I wouldn't say that's very niche, but in the like grander scheme of the world, I would say maybe that's pretty niche. Um, people still kind of look at me with this like dazed and confused look when I tell them what I do. They're like, oh, that's cool. Um, So from this place where I'm at right now to kind of my whole story and how I ended up in this place, you'd probably not really guess that, you know, a mere four or five years ago, I was the polar opposite of who I am today. And what I mean is that I used to be a skeptic. Um, I used to be someone who, to be quite honest with you, bashed and made fun of and completely kind of rejected the idea of mindset work, the idea of like the spiritual realm, the idea of energy, the just the whole <laughs> the whole bit that I love now was everything that I was so triggered by only a few years ago and it's so 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 crazy to look at my own personal transformation um you know, becoming an entrepreneur, obviously, but more so just the personal transformation that I've experienced through mindset work, through forcing myself to get out of my comfort zone, through forcing myself to try new things and not know what I'm doing and get uncomfortable and show up in messy action and 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 realize that not everything is so black and white, right? That's like the whole 
idea of entrepreneurship. Like there are no rules and it is not like there is no handbook for the one way to to have a perfect business, right? Um, and to become the person of your dreams. Like there's no playbook to this. And so I wanted to come on because the past few weeks have just felt so juicy and so abundant for me because I'm working on some really exciting things in the business, um, but also have just been creating so much space for abundance in my personal life and in my professional life. And I've just been sitting with the concept of abundance more. And so, you know, when I think about the things that really made the difference for me and how I really have had such a big evolution and how I have honestly feel like a new person, it has to do with abundance and the concept of abundance and what abundance is. And I know you're probably thinking like, what the fuck is abundance? Um, Don't worry. We are going to get into that. But what I want to say before we dive in and before I kind of tell you where I was at is probably my favorite thing about the work that I have experienced and the healing that I've experienced is that I am obviously an extremely different person, but I am also just so much more of a kinder and more gracious person. I talk about this a lot with clients and even my own partner. I think that I look and not that I was like a demon or that I was like a raging horrible bitch. Like I mean, I'm sure I had my moments. But internally and inside of like my heart and my mind, there was a lot of toxic and negative shit. Um a lot of jealousy, a lot of um rules, a lot of like rigidity, a lot of envy, um, and a lot of meanness, a lot of nastiness, and a lot of toxic behaviors and habits and thoughts that were flowing through my mind constantly. And if I look at, you know, kind of the full spectrum of of growth and healing and change that has been experienced, it's it's really crazy to see where I'm at now and my internal world, right? Like we all have our own gauge. We all have our own sense of awareness of what's going on inside, no matter how cool, calm, and collected we we keep it on the outside, love and light, all that good stuff. Like we only know what's going on in our minds. We only know what's going on in the inside and the stories that are playing on the inside. And now the stories that are playing on the inside, I mean, obviously I'm not perfect, but wow, so much more grace, so much more kindness, so much more space and room for myself and for other people, for other people's success, for my own success, like just so, so beautiful. So again, like that is probably one of my favorite things about this work is just how transformative how transformative it is on a personal level and then the impacts that that has on our businesses, on our impact, on our money, like so many beautiful things. So ex-skeptic. So what do I mean by this? So growing up, yeah, I would definitely say that my parents are 100% not just my parents, also my grandparents, some of the most, some of the hardest working human beings I've ever met in my entire life. This goes for both sides of my family. Um, so both of my grandparents, majority of them are immigrants. Um, so both my parents are first gen. And that naturally just kind of instills this, um, this work ethic, right? Um, this idea of nothing is given, everything is worked for. And absolutely, like that work ethic has been definitely passed down to me. Um, but those perfectionist tendencies, that like hustle mentality. Um, and look, my grandparents, my parents, like that was what was 
needed. And that was all that was really known in, in those spaces and in, in, in the worlds and in the communities that they were living in. And so I'm not saying that that was wrong in any way, shape or form. It's, it's the very thing that allows me to live and breathe today. Right. Um, but in the ways that it influenced me, you know, my parents hustled the fuck out of their work. <laughs> um, my dad is a business owner. He took over the family business and has legitimately been working there since he was 11 years old. Um, so never really an emphasis on education, never really an emphasis on figuring out what it is that you want to do and what your passion is and what you love and what makes you happy. No, 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 no. It's what is going to make you money, what is going to allow you to pay your bills and have a comfortable lifestyle, right? That was very much the narrative on my dad's side. And then with my mom, you know, I would say it's a lot more of kind of that immigrant mindset when it comes to my grandparents. They migrated from Mexico two really hardworking, smart, amazing, funny, perfect human beings, if I if I can say so myself. Um, and I think their expectations for my mom were always, honestly, quite small. Be a secretary, work in an office, work in administration. Um, you know, in the 1960s when they had my mom, I think that was really kind of the narrative and that was really just kind of the norm when it came to being a first-generation Latinx person in the United States. Um, that was kind of what you could hope at best for your children. And, um, you know, my mom has done such amazing things with her career. If you don't know, she, why would you know? She has worked in sales. She has had a career in sales for over 30 years. Sorry to date you, mom. Um, but yeah, over 30 years has made honestly millions, um, has sold millions for some really amazing and, and huge corporations. Um, and she's just a fucking gun. Like my sales talent and, and everything I have, I know about sales and I am able to do in sales is because of the blood that flows in my body because it's pure Lisa Flores. Um, and so shout out mom, but she, yeah, she started her sales career over 30 years ago, actually was thinking that she was just going to be a secretary and then just kind of got swept up in this, in this whirlwind that was uh, vacation sales timeshare, um, which if you don't know, that's also the background that I come from, which is very cutthroat competitive, like hundred percent commission type sales vibes. Um, and so when you're in those environments, you have to be a fucking gun. It's sink or swim quite literally. Um, and so I grew up with these two parents who were just the hardest working humans. You know, they worked their asses off. Um, and we never really had that much money. Like my dad didn't own the business until I was much later in my teens, probably like 17, I think is when he got the business. And my dad's dad, who not very close with, don't necessarily love, um, kept my dad on $1,000 a week. Um, his son, heir to the whole business and talk, this is a multi-million dollar company, kept him on $1,000 a week, um, I guess because he could, because he wanted to have power, because he's a fucking asshole. I don't really know what the reasons were, but we didn't have money growing up. Um, <laughs> my mom had my little sister. She didn't work for a couple of years. And and really, when my parents got divorced is is really when my mom started to to really flourish. And I spent a majority of my kind of teens. And, and my main influence is growing up was my mother, right? She showed me what it looked like and how I could be successful, what it looks like to 
to start to have money and how that impacts our life so much. Sorry, I just took a spin and started talking about money. Um, But this is just kind of laying the framework of my mindset when it comes to work ethic. And I think that so many of us and so much of our mindset around abundance and around lack and scarcity and overflow really has to do with this idea of money, right? Because, and, and, and money and material items and, um, you know, what you kind of see as possible growing up as a child, right? So if you grew up with an abundance of money and comfort and material items, I'm sure that you walked into kind of the world with a little bit more openness to the possibilities that are waiting for you. And if you grew up in a scenario, um, you know, like I did where I didn't experience money until much later in, well, not much later, but, you know, until my twenties. Um, and I experienced really intense seasons of lack and very intense seasons of desperation. My mom lost everything in 2010, um, because of the economic crash, obviously in America, like not kidding. We were squatting in our house. All of our cars got repossessed. Um, legitimately we like left our house one day and never went back. It was the whole bit, right? Like, so I have been in these these moments throughout my life of extreme lack and extreme scarcity, but I've also experienced extreme abundance when it comes to success, when it comes to money, when it comes to material possessions. And obviously when we talk about abundance, we can't just talk about it from the financial point of view or the materialistic point of view. It's everything, right? Um, But I think that when we are being developed as children, money and material possessions and just our comfortability and the way that we experience, like our lived experience, um, I think that has so much to do with abundance and with scarcity and how we start to form our opinions about it. And so this kind of sent me off into the real world, so to speak, with a bit of a skeptical attitude, right? Um, Super major to the most rule follower, like, which is really surprising, um, I think for some people to hear, but genuinely I thrive so much in structure, right? You give me a sales plan. You tell me my numbers that I have to hit. You tell me these things. Um, you tell me the rules and it's like, perfect. I know how to exist within this space. It takes all of the pressure off to, off of me to have to figure out anything. I love language is acts of service. So rules actually really calm me down and actually really, um, yeah, they really just give me a sense of center, which is ironic now because my whole thing with business is there are no rules, which now liberates me and empowers me. But back in the day, I didn't have like the confidence or the awareness or any fucking clue what rules I would even want to live by if I had the choice to choose them. And so I went into my adult life, into my, into my career, just so black and white, so rigid, um, so triggered by everything that everyone did all of the time. I don't know if anyone can resonate with this, but I remember just feeling this huge sense of grandeur, right? This huge sense of potential inside of me. I speak about this all of the time, and I know so many of you relate with this, but this feeling, this overwhelming experience of I know I am meant for so much more and genuinely having no fucking clue what that meant, right? And I know so many of us can resonate with that statement, And 
because I had no clue how to connect those dots, when I saw people connecting the dots, I was like, fuck you. (laughs) I was like, you suck. How do you know? You know, and through all of that jealousy and envy and comparison and judgment, um, when I was triggered by other people's success, right? And so this real lack of abundance, this real lack of um, feeling this sense of hope, feeling this sense of connection, inspiration. Um, you know, I didn't feel like there was an abundance for me. I didn't feel like there was enough for me. I didn't feel like um, anything was abundant, right? I felt like I had no creativity, no inspiration, no clue of what I wanted with my life. And and the very opposite of abundance is scarcity. And scarcity inspires desperation, right? Because we say there's not enough, right? There's not enough time. There's not enough success. There's not enough money. There's not enough clients. There's not enough experiences for all of us. So that means I have to get my portion of the pie while I can. And abundance is the complete opposite, right? Abundance means there is absolutely an overflow. There is absolutely more than enough because we are all so unique, because we all um, show up authentically and and we all have such a unique way of, of embodying success and calling in success. And so there's more than enough for all of us, right? And it's this really, this real concept that changed my entire life because I had genuinely never thought about anything like that in my life, like genuinely. Um, And so up until I was probably about, what, 25, I was living within this real kind of like black and white like regime in my head of this is how things are. You have to work really fucking hard if you want anything, Um, you know, money rules the world, spirituality is bullshit, meditation is bullshit, Um, all of these things, right? All of these things that I have created so much space for, for wonder and awe and um, just a playfulness around it now. You know, if if you've ever heard me speak about being an ex-skeptic, my whole kind of mantra and idea around being a skeptic now is if it serves me, I take it, right? And that can be from tarot cards to breath work to the funkiest woo-woo shit out there. If it serves you, fucking take it, right? Um, But I think we just – we hold on to our ego and we hold on to our identity and what is it going to mean about me and what is it going to say about me, right? That was totally me for so long. I constantly, constantly, constantly like felt this sense of just ego triggered, you know, what are people going to think, overthinking, judgment, comparison, that whole fucking exhausting bit. So when I was 20, I think 25, I'm 29, four years ago would have been 2017. So yeah, 24, 25. Um, I start to play around with the idea of becoming a coach, right? I I, I genuinely didn't know that the coaching industry existed, um, you know, before this. Like, genuinely, I thought there were, like, basketball coaches and, like, soccer coaches. Um, definitely not mindset and business coaches. So that was that really flew, threw me for a loop. I was like, what the fuck is, like, a meditation coach? Um and it was amazing. And I kind of dove into this new world where I was like, holy shit, there are so many things that I've never heard of. What's an empowerment coach? What's an alignment coach? What's a breathwork coach? What is breathwork, right? Like all of these things that I just was like, I've never heard these words in my life. And then I started to learn about mindset work. So I hired my first coach in 2019. 
I think that was an 18. Um, and she was a business coach. So it was like a mastermind for growing a business, but she had one module on mindset. And now looking back at it, it was basic as fuck. It didn't even talk about abundance. It didn't talk about scarcity, nothing like that. But it just talked about the unconscious and the conscious mind and how important mindset is. And that really opened up my eyes to, okay, there's some science behind this. Remember, I was a fucking rule follower. So if you're going to tell me mindset mindset work was important for business, you better back it up with science. And luckily for me, this coach did. And it really, um, it really intrigued me. I was like, I really want to learn more about this. I really want to learn more about how the mind works. And that sent me into a whole kind of spiral into quantum physics and neuroscience and the way energy works and the way the brain works and, 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 and really into abundance, right? And abundance rocked my world because like I was saying, my entire life, it was, there isn't enough, right? Um, a perfect example of this is when I decided to go to university and I was I was uh, majoring in urban planning, um, my family, not my whole family, but a, a portion of my family, they were genuinely confused. They were like, not kidding here. Get ready. They literally said, and by they, I mean one person. Um, and by one person, I mean my dad's dad was like, so you want to be a loser, waiting for a reaction. Yeah. That was literally said to me at the age of 18 when I decided to go to university. Mind you, I was the first person in my entire family to go to university. So you want to be a loser. And I was like, um, no, I just want to like do something that I love. And this sounds really important. And I wanted to change the world. I was a young woman who wanted to do something and leave fucking Las Vegas. Like, can you blame me? And my family owns a diesel repair shop. Let me just create the scene for you. And so he genuinely was like, why aren't you going to come like work for me? And I was like, saws, I'm not trying to like be under like a semi truck all day, I guess. Like what? Like so delusional. Anyways, um, but this constant message of like lack and scarcity, like someone literally telling you, oh, so you want to be a loser because you want to go and do something that you feel passionate about or something that interests you, right? Let's talk about scarcity. Let's talk about lack. Um and so when I when I encountered abundance, um, it was really interesting because it's abundance and growth, right? Like a growth mindset. We all know what that is, growth and fixed mindset. And I love growth and fixed mindset. I think it's absolutely fantastic. But for me, abundance and scarcity are so much more impactful for myself. Um, and I teach it so much more in my curriculum. I, I, as I was create, I had to re kind of create a course, um, over the past couple of months. And as I kind of delved into it and, and refined it and made it a little bit better, I was like, wow, I talk about abundance so much in this. Like I don't even actually talk about growth mindset that much. And I think it's because a growth mindset is like failures feedback, you know, like we can grow, we can learn, we can always become better. And I love that. And that is one part of abundance, right? But abundance is this idea of overflow, this idea that there is more than enough, right? That things are overflowing for you, that whatever it is that you want, um, there's more than enough, right? So there can be this ease, there can be this flow, there can be this real inspiration of all right, how do I align myself with this overflow? How do I call in um, and really align myself with this idea that there is more than enough? How do I align my actions with it? How do I align my mindset with it? How do I align my energy with it? Um, and it was just so life-changing for me. It really just flipped my whole brain upside down, shook it up in a jar, and then poured it back in. And I was like, whoa, 
right? And as I've continued to flesh out abundance in success and failure, how abundance looks in our ego, how abundance looks in our self-sabotage and our relationship with fear and our relationship with being a leader, with our relationship with resilience. Um, It's just been one of the most transformative things for me and, and it's so fucking beautiful. And so if you find yourself coming from a place of lack and feeling like you're a bit desperate at times, which honey, I can relate with that feeling times a million. I want to really invite you to check out abundance. (laughs) Um, Obviously it's a, it's a bigger, it's a bigger journey than that. This has been, you know, three years of, of, of consistent work and in creating space for it consistently. Um, but the impacts and the overflow that it has on my life and the impact and the overflow that it's had in my business has just been absolutely life-changing, right? When we think that there's more than enough, when we embody the idea that there's more than enough in our businesses and in our money and in our clients and in our creativity and inspiration, we approach our work and we approach our impact so much differently or so differently. (laughs) Um, It's just... I think you get it. I fucking love abundance and I love it as a concept and I love it as a construct. Um, And so I want to just unpack for you what abundance really is in your context or in our context is – you know, as ambitious women who want more, you know, I think even the concept or even the idea or even the, you know, the, the, the whole idea of us wanting more, of wanting the most is abundance and just goes to show that abundance is an energetic alignment with us, right? So let me let me say that again. So when we want something, when we desire something, when we um when we have this yearning for something, I have this deep belief that that means that it is an energetic match to us right? Even when we feel jealousy or comparison, right? Which are two really icky, yucky things that our ego triggers in us about someone else's success. I love to reframe those things and say, okay, this person's smashing it. I am very triggered because maybe I'm not smashing it right now. But that person's thing that I want, I'm triggered because it's an energetic alignment to me. It's an energetic match to me. So how can I reframe this comparison, this jealousy, this bullshit that's triggering inside of me, and how can I learn from it? How can I feel affirmed by the universe and by my own intuition? Because this is an energetic match to me, right? So really reframing these things, really taking a step back and saying, wow, by my simple desire to have the most, right? I always say I work with women who want it all right? That is like my personal philosophy. We can have it fucking all. No sacrificing. I do not believe in sacrifice, (laughs) right? That mere idea is abundant. That mere idea is abundance. And that means that it is an energetic match to us. Do all women want it all? No, they don't. I'm not talking to those women, right? Love you. Glad you're here. But if you don't resonate with that, then you don't resonate with that, right? And so... I'm talking to the women right now who want more, who want it all, who want to have juicy businesses, who want to have the freedom and flexibility, who want to make six, seven figures, who want to change the world, change systems, change industries, and only work four days a week. Yes, please. Thank you. Right? And so really realizing 
that abundance is this idea of energetic alignment. It is this idea that whatever it is that you are after, there is more than enough for you. And it is always waiting for you to like call it in, to embody it, to claim it, to own it, right? That there's more than enough right now, that you have more than enough right now to start, to move forward, to claim it, to own it, to be whatever it is that you want, right? I have this firm, firm, firm belief that right now in this moment, you have exactly enough, more than enough to start doing the thing and start claiming the thing that you want and start owning the thing that you want and start acting on the thing that you want. For everyone, every single person, literally email me or leave a comment or leave a review and tell me your situation. And I will literally tell you how you have more than enough. I will in in your own specific situation. Right. And we have this, we have, we are so rooted as a society in lack, right? We can never get our hopes up. We can never want too much. We can never, you know, ask for too much or, or have too high of expectations of ourselves. And I just call so much fucking bullshit on this because this is society's way. And this is really the system's way of keeping us small, right? We ha- we are fucking, it is drilled into our head as children to not want too much, to not be full of ourselves, eh, wrong, um, you know, to not have too high expectations of ourselves, of anyone or anything. What a fucking miserable life that is. I'm sorry. Fuck that. Why am I going to be relation- in relationships? Why am I going to exist in a business? Why am I going to have a relationship with myself where I cannot even have I can't have expectations. I want you to have high expectations of me. Promise you. Like, come through with the expectations. But like, take a step back and think about that. How our entire lives and our entire existence has revolved around this idea of not getting your hopes up too much, right? And that is what I'm talking about when I talk about lack and scarcity, why so many of us grow up as skeptics, why so many of us are so fucking rooted in scarcity and lacks and being so fixed on there not being enough, and ultimately why abundance is so transformative, right? But it takes time. It takes practice. That is for fucking sure. Um... But I think, yeah, I think it's about creating the space to really create the awareness around, holy shit, okay, wow, Um, yeah, I'm living in lack. I don't think there's enough, right? I think for a lot of us who exist on social media and exist on like social media platforms and are on Instagram and are interacting with coaches, we're like, yeah, I share the mindset thing. I like read the book that one time and it's like, okay, that's awesome and that's important, but embodying abundance is all about taking action. Embodying abundance is all about showing up in, you know, showing up in the fear and doing it anyways, right? Embodying abundance is about asking for the raise. It's about starting the business. It's about fucking going for it and living life with this overflow, this sense of everything is always working out for me, this sense that I'm the shit, this sense that I'm a leader and I'm going to claim it and I'm going to show up and this is how I'm going to do it, right? Like, abundance is not just this construct. It's not just this fluffy idea. It's action. It's impact. It's wealth growth. It's breaking generational poverty. It's healing from trauma. It's finding the love of your life. Like it's all of these fucking things, right? Like it can be applied to everything, sis. And so 
I love abundance. You should try it today. <laughs> this is like a fucking infomercial for abundance. Um, but actually it's fucking rad. So yeah, that's where we're at. I mean, I I just, these past couple of weeks, I have felt in particular very abundant, not because I'm making 10K or not because of X, Y, and Z, um, but because I'm showing up in action, which is so fucking aligned to the abundant business that I'm building. And it is so aligned to the most abundant version of myself. And, and I have to say that I feel the most abundant when I am taking aligned action, whether that's in my personal life, whether that's in my business, whether that's buying like a beautiful piece of furniture for my home. Um, when I make aligned action, when I take aligned action, that is when I am embodying abundance at its fullest. So if you're thinking like, okay, Lex, like I love this. I want to practice abundance more. How do I do it? Action, messy action, inspired action. Um, you know, think about what abundance means for you in that particular context, and then just do one tiny act that can bring you a little bit closer, right? A little bit closer to into that version of yourself, to that most abundant version of yourself. And so um, I've absolutely loved sharing my story with you. I know I kind of like veered off in a couple of different directions, which is pretty on brand for the Full of Herself podcast and extremely on brand for me tangents are on brand. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in today. You know, I love when we can chat. I wanted to put in a quick plug though. I have dropped a link in the show notes for a new little resource that I created. It is called Abundant AF, Abundant as fuck. Um, it is my five pillars to elevate your mindset and transform your business. So obviously abundance has been extremely impactful in my journey. And a thing about abundance that has always really kind of frustrated me is it's always felt like a very fluffy concept, right? Like I said, what the fuck does abundance mean? Um, a lot of people kind of feel like unsure about it. And I have broken it down into five core pillars, um, five core pillars, which I think are the main things that really help us embody abundance um, and that really make up the idea and the construct of abundance. And I have applied it to your business. And so it's a 24-page, completely free, downloadable workbook. The link to download it is in the show notes. Like I said, 24 pages of prompts, of questions, um, of reflection, um, of my heart on my sleeve when it comes to abundance, just wanting to partner with you in your business and in your growth journey. It isn't just for business owners. If you're a leader, if you're a woman who's in a season of growth and just wanting more and wanting support around getting out of those sticky places when it comes to fear, when it comes to desperation, when it comes to scarcity, this is for you. And so the link is below in the show notes. I always love to hear your feedback. So if you download it, you read it, you look at it, please, please, please let me know. I always love to just yeah, I love to hear your thoughts, good, bad, and ugly. Like we love feedback here. Um, but thank you so much for hanging out with me today. You have been a beautiful audience. Again, I am Alexa Martinez, and I will see you and chat to you in our next episode. Bye for now. Hello, lovely ones. I wanted to pop on really quick before you headed out and say thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning into another episode of Full of Herself podcast. You have absolutely no idea how much it means to me every time you decide to engage and consume some of my content, but also just 
create space for your own abundance, for your own growth, um, and really working out the topics that we talk about from day to day on Full of Herself. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Just seeing the numbers grow, seeing how many countries we're in now, it's just so damn exciting. And so again, I just can't thank you enough. With that being said, I wanted to ask for a quick favor. If you have a spare 30 seconds, if you would not mind popping in a review, this just helps with our overall engagement, our overall chances with being found by more aligned, beautiful women, just like yourself, who want to get into all of the hot and juicy details that we talk about here on Full of Herself. So thank you so, so much in advance, and I will chat to you soon, lovely one.